Okay. Today is Tuesday, September 10th, 2019. It is 9.25 in the morning. And I'm running late to work. I feel like I always do these when I'm running late to work. Um, or late to school. Or late to, I don't know, literally anything. But, um, yeah, I'm running late to work. Um... I think it's like I do them when I'm like kind of stressed and when I'm like overthinking and overanalyzing and have like so much going on in my head and those are the days that I like are I'm like oh those are the days that like I get out of bed and like usually I can get ready in like 15 20 minutes and get out the door and like those <laughs> the days that I'm like overthinking overanalyzing over overdoing it is like the days that I don't get out of the house that way but this morning I forgot that I had to take care of uh, my grandfather's dog and take him to the park for my grandma because um, it's just hard for her to do that so um, and he was had something going on this morning so I forgot I had to do that and that takes a half an hour and I didn't get out to do that until like 8.30 and I'm supposed to be at work at 8 and like well really now I, I go to work at night you know it just doesn't work out that way I'm realizing that like the more that I like I guess get to know myself um the more I'm realizing that I need something that's like a flexible job doesn't start at the same time every day or maybe it does but like I can kind of create my own schedule as long as I get the job done um or, like, I can start a little later, work into the evening. Um, like, just something like that where, like, the hours are kind of flex. Um, like, 8 to eight to 5 is, like, not my gig, really, at all. Not only that, like, not, sitting at a desk is not my gig. Um, I, oh my god, it's, like, the worst. I can, I probably, I'm gonna admit this out loud. I probably genuinely work like four hours a day everything else is just me like being scattered doing my own thing doing like and I know that this is not like not normal I know that people do like personal shit on the clock all the time I know that this is like not just me it cannot it cannot possibly be just me but I feel like not disengaged because like I'm engaged in my work but like just things don't get done because, like, no, they get done. Things are getting done. I am engaged in the work that I am doing, but I cannot sit and focus on it for four hours straight. Or, here's the thing, to have a job where, um, maybe I am supposed to be there eight to five, and, like, those are the hours you work, but, like, there's space for you to get up, to move, to get out of your desk, like, I don't know, I, this is crazy to think about, but, like, I need a place at work where I can get up and move, or, like, I can just, like, pop into a headstand and, like, reverse my flow, or, like, it's not weird if I was, like, forward folding at my desk, or, like, stretching at my desk, or, like, just, like, I used to work, um, in an office, like, pretty much eight to five, nine to nine to five.
but it was it was kind of flexible hours were kind of flexible like if I needed to move and like my hours are still flexible um and I don't work a consistent like nine hours a day or whatever eight hours a day but um right now but um that it was just like nobody was really ever in the office like I ran the office and most people were out in the field and my other um place of work and my job that I used to have when I was like in high school and like kind of in the beginning um actually I only did it while I was in high school but um yeah that job um there was either always a space where I was kind of like could be isolated which if it sounds funny you're like I'm like I don't want to like I want to be able to move around and like you would think that not being isolated is like a good thing but honestly working in like it's not really cubicles but like a fishbowl type setting where there's like a bunch of desks all around each other um first of all it's super distracting to me um because it's not like it's a collaborative environment where we're all supposed to be working together um but there's like noises and people moving and people talking and other people collaborating and I am not part of the collaboration and then so that's super distracting to me totally takes me off guard second of all um I constantly feel like my back is being watched and that feeling is like the worst I don't know if you've ever worked in an environment where like you probably need like you just to get to work I I feel like this is probably something really common um to get to work I have to like clear my head and sometimes that takes me doing like a couple of personal things first that maybe only take like 45 minutes but then I will be able to like sit and work for like four hours straight like and it's just a little bit of productivity like a little bit of like just a little productivity booster like clear my like personal shit off the table so I get it out of the way like get it out of my head and then I can like focus on what I'm supposed to be doing right and I feel like that's not uncommon and I feel like that's like well respected yet the thing is is when you work in this like fishbowl and like you work and it's not um like separate cubicles so I'm not like isolated in my own cubicle but I work like where um like in this uh, like the cubicles are kind of opened up so they are cubicles but um like the guy behind me can see my computer anybody walking through can see my computer screen that kind of stuff that bothers me because um I feel like I'm constantly being watched I feel like I'm constantly like being judged on like what I'm doing and what I'm not doing and it's just like hard for me to work in that environment to like constantly feel like somebody's around it's kind of like this eerie feeling I don't like that um I kind of have to be turned like the desk is turned in towards the corner and I can't see um people walking up I can't like so if I have headphones in people like scare the shit out of me because like they walk up behind me and they'll like be looking at my computer screen and then um like I'll turn or I'll like you know move a little bit and then they're right there like totally freaking anyways all this being said I'm just bitching about work now but um all this being said is um I just I'm like realizing what I want out of a job and I want kind of this like open
open, more spacey environment where like things are just kind of flexible. Like it's more of a get your job done and we won't have a problem rather than like show up on time. You know, like, I don't, like, do those workplaces exist, or am I just being, like, a petty, like, needy, gross millennial? You know what I mean? But I think they do. Like, I think that there's, like, super open environments where, um, like, people just need that. And, like, I think that I also really, really strive, like, really, really want to have, um, a place where, like... I read something, I read an article the other day, and it was a gal who, um, was talking about, um, why, why millennials aren't, like, choosing the jobs that people think that they should be choosing, if that makes any sense. And her main reason was that we live in this world where, like, we've always had, um, we were never, like, as adults affected by... Um, like, any major financial crisis. Like, uh, we have yet to, like, have an economic downturn in 11 years, and so that's, like, huge for, like, a lot of people. Like, we just didn't see or experience that. And so we have this, like, sense of, like, just financial security that, like, everything will work out regardless of how much money you make, and, like, not regardless of how much money you make, but, like, we're willing to sacrifice a little bit of a paycheck to have something that we like a little bit more. To, like, want to go to work every day. And I think that that's a huge, huge culture shift that's happening. Is that, like, work is being aligned with, like, life. Like, my work is going to be my... Not going to be my life, but, like, my work has to align with my life because I'm not going to spend my time, like, 40 hours a week in something that I'm not... Like, that I don't believe in. And no amount of money will make me, like, and I, this is not for everyone, but, like, uh, no amount of money will make me want to be in a job that I don't, like, align with. And I think that's, like, a super powerful culture shift that we're going to see that once, like, these people become the bosses and these people get promoted is that, um, it's going to have to be, like, People are going to have to feel like they're doing something to help other people. Like, that they are making an impact on whatever that customer is. And that, I think, is important because impact... I think people think, like, oh, there's, like, industries that just don't make an impact. Like, there's just things that don't, like, have... But that's not true. Um, and this is why I'm super interested in company culture. And company culture is, like... Um, kind of like this factor of HR that I like that we have talked about that we talked about in my schooling like very briefly and I just fell in love with it for some reason even though it was only like a week of like my two-year degree and um it's like a little bit of HR because it's working internally but it's also a little bit of marketing and a little bit of um like special events so it's like taking, um, employee beneficiary programs, like, not, like, like, creating new beneficiary programs, not, like, working with insurance companies, but creating different programs that maybe, like, promote women, 
or promote minorities or promote and like creating or developing um things that work internally in your um in your company to motivate each each person to motivate um each employee to like show that even the bottom line person is creating an impact in that company right and I think that this works for any freaking industry everything we do and this is what like I have this personal belief that everything we do is like like moves us for either moves us forward moves us back makes an impact in some way either good or bad like you are impacting someone's life whether or not you work in like for coca-cola selling like bottles to companies or if you like you know and i think that like some big industries are really recognizing the impact that they can make on people and then empowering their employees and empowering their team to like see that as well and i think that this is important because um because this is going to be a huge culture shift in how companies have to work. Um, first of all, I think companies already recognize the impact that they're making. Um, I don't think that there is a company out there that, like, thinks that they're too small or doesn't think that they're making an impact or doesn't, like, at least recognize that on a management level. But the, what's going to have to transition is that it's not going to just be money that motivates people to work hard and to be productive in the workplace what it's going to be is it's going to be a culture that like cultivates um wanting like cultivates care for people that cultivates impact for pe on people and like the fact that just about like that somebody running the gas station cashier is like genuinely making an impact on your day i had a like this is crazy okay i had a um drive okay so mcdonald's drive-thru i went through the mcdonald's drive-thru one morning just like last week went through the mcdonald's drive-thru um the line was like backed up for payment it wasn't backed up to like go up to the window so like nobody was in, like the people had cleared out in front of me from to like get my food from the window so i i you know i'm like sitting there i'm like paying and you know whatever and i look for it and the drive-thru employee is holding my meal, like, my bag and my water outside the window, or he's got the water down or something like that. He's holding my bag outside the window, and he's, like, waving at me, and he's so excited that I'm gonna, like, pull up and grab my meal. And he's like, here's your biscuit, like, your sausage biscuit meal, here's your water, have a great day, and I'm like, and he smiles at me, and he's just like, you're awesome, and I was just like, oh my god. I've never had, like, if every person who worked in just, like, the simplest of customer service jobs went out of their way, not went out of their way, not even went out of their way, but just was, seemed excited and brought excitement into seeing every single customer that walked up to them and every single person, like, that guy genuinely made me feel like he was excited to see me. And that's a personal connection that people don't even realize that they can make in, like, being a cashier, right? And I think that that comes, that just doesn't come, I mean, it comes naturally for some. That kid, it came naturally. He, like, just 
does that. Like, and I think that's amazing. And I, I could recognize that he just is that way. And I think that's beautiful, but it does not come easy to everyone. Some people have to be empowered to be like, hey, guess what? You, you make a difference when you smile or seem like happy to see the person who walks up to your register. Like just saying that is like, wow, okay, cool. I think that would like spark something in someone to be like, oh, okay. And when you empower that person, they want to be there. They want to work hard. They want to, and then you like promote that person. They do the same for the people underneath them. And you're creating a cyclical cycle of like, okay, people want to work for us. People want to be here. Yet when you have like people who just, especially management, who just is like, how do you always mess up? You're so stupid. We can't just keep making these mistakes. What the fuck? Like, all this shit, right? That's, like, not... That's not right. It's not creating company culture. It's like, hey, you messed up. And there's nothing wrong with telling somebody they messed up. You messed up. We made a mistake. This really impacts the customer. It really does. It impacts the chain of how efficient things are. It impacts what we're doing. It impacts how we look. And I need you to make a genuine, like, like a genuine effort to fixing the problem. Because guess what? Recovery matters more than the mistake. Recovery matters more. How you deal with the fact that you made a mistake matters more than you actually making a mistake. So I need you to make this better. And I need you to make it right, like, for our customer. Not for me, but for the people that we're working for. And I think that would change how people, like, thought about things. I think it would change, you know, like that you have this sense of duty towards like other people and that it's like not about like you might think your boss is an asshole but really you don't think your customer well you might think your customer is an asshole but um like just this sense of it would create a sense of responsibility of like oh I have to do this because my boss pays me to do this but like I have to do this because I have to do the job right because that's what's important not because I'm getting paid and my boss is going to be pissed or I'm going to get fired or whatever. Like, scaring people into doing a good job is, like, no longer a thing. It's, like, no, it's, like, so generational and it's no longer a thing. I think it's, like, a super important thing to put out there. Anyways, um, yeah. I'm at work now. Um, so, I don't really know, that wasn't really what I wanted to talk about, but... Um, that's what I want to do with my life is empower people and like have a place where I also feel empowered because like you can't empower people without feeling empowered. So anyways, I'm going to go now to work 45 minutes late, <laughs> but it's okay. Cause my grandfather is my boss, like ultimately my boss and it was his dog. So he can't be mad at me. Right? Anyways. Toodaloo.